podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Combine Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It's Mick and it's Christian. Once again, Christian, how's it going? Yeah, good. Obviously, it's the start of a new week and I had a long weekend with uh, my daughter having a horrible cold. So I've been up really early hours. So I'm really tired, but I'm still good, though. So, yeah. How are you? <laughs> yeah, so I'm just... Don't laugh, you... don't laugh at me, mate. <laughs> Got to, got to appreciate it now while I haven't got kids because I'll be getting all that shit. So, uh, yeah, I just thought we'd just do this show like a more of a generic, just talk about Liverpool, like currently what's going on. Not a big fan yeah. of transfer rumors, but fuck it, I just thought we'd talk about it a little bit anyway because we've done a few like player profile pods and whatever recently. Um, hopefully, people have been enjoying them, but it's also nice to talk about what's going on. At the minute, uh, so I thought we'd just crack on with that. But before I do, I just wanted to give a shout out to Jack Design. So if you if you're struggling to find anything for Crimbo and you're um, you're after some Liverpool prints or t-shirts, jumpers, whatever you're after, if you go over to jackdesign.uk forward slash shop and have a look on the website, there's loads of loads of boss stuff on there. And if you wanted to buy some, then if you get to your checkout, enter the code Copite ten. Uh, K-O-P-I-T-E 10 uh, on checkout you get 10% off so if you get to the if you get to the um, the checkout and you've got 100 quid in there then you, you, you're buying shit loads of stuff but enter the code and you'll get 10 or off basically so you'll get you, you'll get 100 quid worth for 90 which is nice um, so yeah and Jack's a match going red um, he's a, he goes downfield quite often he does loads of boss stuff so if you help him out by doing that then you also help us out as well so we can continue to do these shows and stuff so if you fancy doing that and you're stuck for a crimbo prezi for someone then yeah he's, he's got everything mugs t-shirts jumpers everything i've got a calendar last week which is like a 2023 calendar which is like 12 of the best kits that liverpool have made on each month which is like nice to look at and it's nicely drawn with his yeah he's just a, he's just an artist it's very nice so if you want to go and have a look at that then please do uh but yeah let's get it let's get into it uh i thought we'd just start with not england per se but like Bellingham and uh, Henderson, like uh, last night, the game. Was it last night? Am I going to say it was last night, weren't it? Uh, I know you're looking, I know people can't see this, but Christian's also looking like, as like, is it? Or was it two days ago? I've been, I've, I haven't been asleep properly. <laughs> <week. laughs> no, I think it was, it was last night. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was Bellingham with the, with the assist, Hendo with the goal, the celebration where they like joined heads and just looked at each other right in the eye and they were like, oh, I love you. And, and, Bellingham was like, like, I love you back, and then are you coming to Liverpool? Yeah, of course I am. Uh, all that <laughs> stuff. So that was it. Was nice to see. I mean, we're probably building ourselves up for failure, yeah, because obviously the the trend post last week about having a stroll with my bro and like the trees in the background were red, and like people were just like zooming in on different bits, like going, oh, that might be Liverpool related. So, like we're, we're we're setting ourselves up for failure because ultimately we probably haven't got enough money for him because he's so expensive. But we can dream, can't we? We can dream. 
Yeah, and I didn't watch the game, but obviously on Twitter you see all these, you know, videos and uh, photos and, uh, you know, tweets from people, you know, showing that. So obviously that was all over my Twitter as well, which was nice. And I shared something as well. Uh, and like you said, we put the heads together. I was just waiting for the for the kiss. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's a, it is a proper bromance. And, you know, even though like Henderson is, uh, I don't know, like 12 years older or something like that. Uh, or even more, I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 12, yeah. Or 12 yeah. or 13, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, they seem to have found each other uh, on, <laughs> you know, international duties and, you know, with Trent as well and everything that goes on and, you know, all the players, uh, you know, Liverpool players like in Jude Bellingham stuff on Instagram, you know, it's we, we might be just set up for the biggest, like, you know, I don't know, we, we might be just so, you know... I don't know. It it might just be that he he's going somewhere else, and we're just sitting here like having our hopes up, and just think this is already done. Like he knows he's gonna That's come. That's the most you know, likely, he, isn't it? <laughs> but, but then we just sit here and it's like, oh, he ended up at City, in City, at City anyway. Uh, but you know, like you said, we can dream and hope. And I I think that Jude Bellingham, well, he comes across as a person that is kind of very mature for his age and he's down to earth that's the feeling i get when i hear him in interviews and you know how the way he acts and stuff like that he it doesn't seem like you know he's he's you know um somewhere else because of all of his success it seems like he actually knows his stuff like he he feels like a mature person and i also get the feeling without saying he would come to liverpool but i get the feeling that he's someone who would like to take on the challenge on you know, like we have talked about Steven Gerrard and stuff, like no one can be him, but like to, be, you know, take on the challenge of being the next legend, like the biggest, like, you know, the player that has an impact and becomes a superstar in a club and stays there for a long time. It feels like he could actually, you know, want to be that player, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, he could end up somewhere else. But it's just that, you know, sometimes you talk about players that you think they will might come or they might just stay for a few seasons and then, then they move on because it doesn't mean as much to them. But he actually feels like he, he would like to come to Liverpool and actually play for us. But it's all up, you know, down to uh, the transfer fee, uh, wages yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I think he might just, you know, be... A, in a good place at Liverpool as well. Obviously with Henderson and Trent and, you know, in a club with the values like Liverpool and with a manager like Klopp. So he might just look at all the perspectives before he actually moves on from Dortmund. Yeah, and the Klopp Dortmund links. Like if you want to just keep analysing, there's, there's, there's loads, there's loads of them. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of an investment, like if it's like 150 million, like we said, he's only 19, it would be, he could be playing for us for 15 years. So in terms of that, like that would be that's cheap, <laughs> isn't it? To be fair, for someone who um, sort of few like I think I saw, watched Phil Foden doing an interview and he was talking about Bellingham and then saying like he's got no weaknesses and I, I think Foden's amazing as well. So for him to say that about someone who's only slightly younger than him, I think he's only like three years younger. Um, but then Henderson's like giving him high praise. Uh, Klopp's gave him high praise in the past as well. So, um, but I saw a video where. Uh, Bellingham got asked if he was going to join Liverpool, and he just kind of laughed and said to the interviewer, "Like, oh, you've ruined it," because I think he was like giving him like a bit of a few compliments and that, and then he kind of just looked a bit like he's probably sick to death of the the questions and that. And then I saw another one where um, he was getting asked if he's going to Real Madrid, and then Henderson, you can hear Henderson in the background just saying, "No, he's not. He's definitely not going to Madrid." And I just thought that's 
<laughs> obviously, like recent history with Champions League finals and whatever, uh, I don't think Hendo will be too happy if Jude goes over to, to Madrid and then we always end up playing them in the Champions League final. Obviously, not this year, but um, we've had a few run-ins with them in the past few years, so I don't think Hendo will be too happy if he goes if he goes that way. But I don't know. I think there's only a handful of teams that could afford them, but I just feel like any team that he goes to, he's a nailed on starter. He's young. He's he's very um, way beyond his years in terms of how good he is. I think like I think it was for the Kane. I mean, I only saw the highlight of the England game, but the Kane goal. Uh, he picks it up like in the zone half. He goes past two um, and plays it into 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 the into the wings, and then and then Kane scores off the back of it. Just little things like that where. He's a driving force from midfield, like you said, with the Gerrard stuff. Quite similar in that way, where he can drive forward, he gets stuck under tackles, he can he's good in the air. Um yeah, he's got everything. It's but it's just it just depends on how much money's in the kitty. Are we gonna have to start tipping all the pennies out of our little uh, piggy banks to try and to try and get him, or do we maybe be, be a bit more pragmatic and go, well, for 150 we can probably get three fifty mil players that will um, set us up because I think we've mentioned before, like the midfield's the area we need to target really, and we need numbers in there with Ox going potentially, Cater going, Milner retiring. There's three players there that are potentially leaving, yeah. and I think we're already light anyway. Even if all those were fit, we're still a bit light. So I think we do need probably three anyway to kind of bulk up that midfield, don't we? Yeah, and you know there were rumours about you know Liverpool looking into Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice. You know that would be that would be something, but you know that would be loads of money, and we're not we're not very used to FSG. Obviously, now we know the the club is up for sale or whatever's going to happen with that. But you know we're not used to FSG spending that kind of money, uh, you know, in that way as well. But you know we'll see. I, I'm just one of them, you know, sitting back and you know relax because I'm I'm never really into much transfer rumours because I can't be bothered all the time because there's so many and this different and this this and that going on all the time but obviously the signs are there that you know with Jude and with uh, Hendo and Trent and he seems to you know be settled with them and like like you said there's there's only a few teams that can actually you know uh, afford him I, I don't say Liverpool would be one of the clubs to be able to afford him but I'd also think there's only a few teams that that he would might like to go to you know what I mean like if I'm looking at you know obviously Real Madrid is Real Madrid loads of players would like to go there because you're on the biggest stage all the time and you know there's a classic club and all that kind of stuff um Man City obviously with their with their money they can offer more money in your pockets you know in a contract you say we, we can give you this and no one else can actually compare uh, the same amounts, you know, or say we can, you know, raise that or we can whatever. Man United, I don't think they are at the right level where they need to be to attract him at the moment. Chelsea obviously got the money and have a good team and all that. But I, I just I just think if Jude Bellingham looks at playing in England again, I think it is City or Liverpool that is, you know, the, the teams that he would look at because of the managers, the squads, the, you know, everything. Because in because in City, he will have the very great opportunity to win loads of trophies. That's just a fact, unfortunately. Mm. He will have the opportunity to win at the Liverpool as well. Uh, obviously, with our squad, it's not a bad squad. And with Klopp staying for a few another few seasons, and ov- obviously Jude would be a player that is like a new era and all that kind of stuff. So I think he can look at that and think like, okay, where should I go 
going. I, I don't think that money actually is the biggest, you know, thing for him. I think it's more where's the right place for me to, you know, develop and have my career going forward. And to be honest, I think that he rather look at Liverpool than Man City in that perspective. perspective because I just get the feeling that he likes the, you know, the 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 idea of actually being that new Gerard player. You know what I mean? So yeah. Hopefully, that would be something that he would put in consideration when he maybe if he chooses us, if we can have you know if we can pay for him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think just to like dream a bit more, like what I said with Cater potentially leaving that number eights would be free. Um, we know how much he loves Gerard. Yeah, I, I think Dortmund and Liverpool are quite similar clubs as well, like big fan base, um, very passionate fans. So I think it would be an easier acclimatization. I know I say that like Haaland's went to City and, and still done amazingly well, but um, I just feel like as a midfielder, I think he'd would absolutely adore him. And, and I thought if you've seen that with players in the past that they come to Liverpool, they have the best years because there's that connection um, that if you if you're quality and you you, you you get your song sung on the on the cop and then they kind of start putting in boss performances. We've seen it with Torres. We've seen it with. Suarez and some of the best times you've had as, as fans have been when those players have been in in the red of Liverpool. So, and I think the money thing as well. He's been on just looking on um, website salarysport.com. Uh, he's been on he's been on fifty k for the past three years, wages wise. So fifty k a week. <laughs> his, his first year, he was on one hundred and twenty pound a week, and then he um, that was at Birmingham, of course. And then he's been on 50 for 2020, 2021, and 2022. So at any point, Jordan knows he could have said, actually, I, I deserve a bit more money. I'm, I'm scoring loads of goals in the Champions League. I'm scoring loads of goals in the Bundesliga. Where's my extra money? Um, and yeah, just on contract aspiring ends 30th of June, 25. So what? Yeah. Two, two, and a half, but, two and a half seasons. Yeah, I know. But you know, to be fair as well, I you know we never know what's going on in the background. But also, I think you know a player or and a person like Hendo, who obviously came from Sunderland as a young player to Liverpool, struggled a bit obviously, but then he stayed with us, won everything that you can winning club football as a captain as well, and you know had a great career with us. I think you know he will tell Jude that you know if if you come to Liverpool, you won't experience like this atmosphere and those nights somewhere else. I, I, I think it's just going to be absolutely uh, honest with him about that. If, if you go Man City, yeah, the money, maybe obviously the 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 more titles, you know, we, we never know, but maybe. But you won't experience the same love, the same atmosphere, the same special nights, the same culture. You, you don't get that. You know, sorry, Man City is not that kind of club because of what they are. And that's just my opinion, obviously. But I, I know there's loads of people thinking and feeling the same about that. So I, I think in that sense, Liverpool is a special club. And we know that. We we have done, you know, special nights for so many times in Europe and in even in Premier League. And, you know, we, we have won titles in a in a different way and in the right way, if you like. And I think, you know, Hendo will say, if you come here and you you play for Liverpool, you and you will end up being a legend and everyone will love you. Exactly. And I think that Jude is more up for that than actually just play in a city and become one of the others. <laughs> well, so, that's the yeah. thing, isn't it? Like, I think he's... He's a I don't I don't know if the right term big fish in a small pond. I think he's the fact that he's I'm even saying that is crazy and says to how much how good he is that he's only nineteen and he's 
sorry, my, my phone's going off. Um, <laughs> uh, to, to say that he's a big fish in a small pond, and he's like what nineteen, and he's he's um, how good that he is, and will that translate when he comes to Liverpool? But like you said, the, the conversations they'll be having with Trent with Henderson, like um, I saw something on Twitter as well, like Gary Neville mentioning like oh they, they know what they're doing, like when like speaking about Henderson and Trent saying they're trying to get him into a corner and like have little cozy whispers in his ears, you know, come to Liverpool, it'll be boss, you know what I mean, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, we can hope that happens. I'll be fucking. I'm sure we'll all be absolutely made up if that happens. Just how it happens financially, that's the only problem really, which remains yeah. to be seen. But just on another link as well, just before I know we we both said we don't like transfer talk, but I just thought we'd I just thought I'd bring this one up. Um, Mohamed Kudus uh, of Ajax. I've saw a bit of the World Cup, not not too much, but I th- he looks very good. And obviously, the if you remember back to September, we played Ajax in the Champions League Anfield. I went to that the match that night, uh, and he looked very good. Scored an amazing goal, left foot, barring in. <laughs> Allison had no chance. Um, looks a good player, left footed, good shot on him. Technically very good dribbler, low centre of gravity. Looks like he's got the whole package in terms of what he can provide in the forward areas, maybe. But what what are your thoughts on this one, Christian? Because I think with Diaz coming back. Uh, Jota, be, Jota will be back in February, I believe. Uh, mm. Nunes, obviously, Salah, Firmino. We're, we're quite, we've, we're quite blessed in those areas. Obviously, if everyone fit, do you reckon he could play like a? We just say a midfield. Do you reckon he could play like a midfield role? You know, like a, you know, where Harvey Elliott plays as like a, a left-footed right centre midfielder. I think just what from the brief times I've watched them. I think technically he could fit there because he's got the pace. He can link play. He's got a good pass. Like we said, good shot if he gets to the edge of the box. He'll be one of those players that will have a shot. And I think we're, we've been, since Ox kind of got injured and faded away, we've kind of lacked those um, bursting runs and having shots on the edge of the box. So I think he could be a good fit. I just think, again, it comes down to fee and stuff. But I think he'd obviously it'd be a lot less than what Bellingham would cost. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him that much, but obviously I saw him against Liverpool and I thought he was really good and he scored that goal. And, you know, the, you know, people have been talking about him on Twitter as well. Or, you know, during the World Cup, he's been doing well for Ghana. And uh, I think that he's, he's that kind of player that we, you know, look into uh, in the way we do transfer business on the FSG as well. You know, a young player for... Uh, smaller fee but with great potential who can play in different positions as well and like you said you mentioned uh Diaz and Jota you know playing to the left uh but you know it means that you could probably have Diaz and uh Kudus play into the left and bring Jota in central more and with Firmino obviously being older and all that kind of stuff so you know I, I, I like that kind of transfers if they do happen, where someone who just actually pops up and Liverpool is really good in scouting players and, you know, they know what they want from a player as well. And I think that kind of transfer always a little bit interesting. Even if it could fail, Liverpool has recently showed that they actually find the the right players. And I, like you said, if he play in the central of midfield on that left-hand side and he can do that and he can play on the wing and he can you know, swap positions. He gives us another, you know, boost in the squad. He He's someone who's young, who can develop, and he, you never know what he might end up being uh, in, like, it's two, three seasons 
going forward. So, you know, he looks good. Uh, if Liverpool decides to buy him, you know, I'm, I'm all over that straight away. I think, you know, there's sometimes you find players who is like a gem and you don't have to pay as much money for them. And then, you know, they, their value just raises because they become superstars. And especially Liverpool, we've shown before, like we can buy some players quite cheap and we develop them to become really, really great world-class players. So why not? Yeah, definitely. I think he's, I mean, I'm just looking on transfer market now. So um, he signed for Ajax um, for only €9 million. Euros. It's it's saying his value at the moment is only €15 million. Euros. I don't yeah. believe that really. Um, just factor in the, I mean, he's played well in the Champions League. He's played well for for Ghana in the, in the World Cup. So I, I imagine that's probably increased a little bit. Um, but even if it's 30, like I think for someone who's just turned 22 in August, there's a lot of potential there. But I suppose there's um, there's a lot of players like that that Liverpool will have eyes on who are in a similar category, similar age group, similar technical skills, ability to score. So it just depends who we um, who we fancy. But um, yeah, he's, he's, I'm, I'm, I'll be surprised if he's not on the list on a list somewhere that would. Um, we're looking at and uh, just in terms of lists, then just a nice little segue into the um <laughs> Dubai training camp. Uh, it was released today the 33 man um team that I'll be going. I've just got it here out, so I'll read it out for you if you haven't seen it. So the 33 men going to Dubai are Adrian Kelleher, Davis, Morozik, uh, Pitaluga, Salah, Milner, Oxley Chamberlain, Jones, Elliott, Simikas, Ramsey, Robertson, Carvalho, Bacicic, Phillips, Gordon, Cater, Matip, Gomez, Jota, Arthur, Diaz, Thiago, Firmino, Chambers, Kwanzaa, Clark, Fraundorf, Stewart, Doak, or Doak, uh, Kane, and Cornas. Uh, nice to see Diaz in the list. Uh, I think he'll be back, hopefully, for one of the um, training, um, sorry, friendlies that we've got over there. We've got Leon, Leon on the 11th of December and AC Milan on the 16th. So if Diaz can play a little bit of those. Um, yeah, there's a nice bit like Doke in there as well. That's really nice to see. I think when he came on, uh, I can't remember what game it was now, but he came on and was just causing absolute carnage down the right-hand side. Uh, it looked very good. So, I mean, it'll be good to see where Diaz is up to. And, yeah, and, and the, the website also said that um, Darwin Nunes will join up with them next week. So, loads to be excited about, isn't he? Yeah, and I'd like to see Gordon in there as well. Um, I, yeah, exactly. I was going to mention that. Yeah, so, you know, that's a, that's an interesting squad, obviously, with, you know, loads of players being away and, you know, playing in the World Cup and... And having a rest and all that, but I think you know it looks interesting, and I think with you know some players obviously being back, like Jota, even if he's out, he will go with the squad and you know do his own rehabilitation. Diaz might just be back and actually be able to play, and you know we got the uh, Doak as you said as well, who looked really really good when he came on uh, and played, and you know I like to I, I like when Klopp gives younger players' chances, especially in these kinds of circumstances as well. So, yeah, looking forward to Liverpool actually playing football, even though it's not the first team and, you know, just to actually get going before uh, the Premier League is back. So, yeah, it will, will be interesting and I, I like the I like that there is a lot of youngsters in there. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, just getting 
Ramsey, I think Ramsey's looked good in the small amounts that he's played. More time for him to acclimatise. Uh, obviously, Nunes has gone out to the World Cup, so there's even more time for him to join up with the lads. And I think towards, I mean, before the break, he was scoring uh, Southampton game. He scored, scored twice. Um, and even the games before that, he started to really gel with everyone and he was looking really, really dangerous. So the more time he can get, unfortunately for Uruguay, he's going to have more time with us, So which is what we all want at the end of the day. I mean, it would have been nice for him to get further just for him, just for his development and potentially winning the World Cup would be amazing. Like if, if Canate or Van Dijk or Henderson, Trent, Alisson, Fabinho, if they win a World Cup, they're, they're going to be on cloud nine coming back and um, maybe a bit tired there, which is not good for us, but... In terms of personal development and personal like um, awards, yeah, I mean, for most of those players, that the World Cup's the pinnacle. So that yeah. wouldn't that that'll give them the biggest boost ever. So, um, and yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Leon on the eleventh and Milan on the sixteenth. So, um, I mean, what is it? Six day, six days till we play against Leon, and eleven days till we play Milan. So not too long until you will see actually Liverpool playing some games. Um, should be interesting to see. Uh, and then let's just move on to the so FSG stuff. Um, David Lynch on Twitter, who he's a great fella. He's a good fella, is Dave. I've had him on the show a few times. Um, yeah, he he re- posted a tweet with a with a link to something that he wrote um, about um, FSG sale. And basically, it's an exclusive that a, a joint Saudi slash Qatari consortium have emerged as the strong early contenders to buy Liverpool. Um, uh, he says investors from the two Gulf states have agreed to join forces so as to avoid become becoming embroiled in a bidding war for ownership of the six-time European champions. They are preparing an initial bid. In the region of 3.2 billion, and their vast share wealth puts them in a commanding position as they look to complete an Anfield takeover. Um, although the two parties involved are described as private investors, strong links to their respective states in- inevitably exist. Yeah, I mean, it says that's like an early thing, obviously, because it just says that they're leading the way. Obviously, they've got shitloads of money, so that makes sense. But um, yeah, I mean, we can't do anything. I'm, I've kind of, I've kind of just distance myself from this now because I just feel like initially I was like well we obviously don't want someone in charge like this we want someone who is as clean as possible that's what we want that's what every I mean I say every but most Liverpool fans want someone an owner who is clean and and obviously people are saying FSG aren't fully clean I take that on board most owners aren't fully clean I suppose when you get that much money and you've got that much money in the bank there's obviously going to be elements of that money being obtained in a way that isn't completely moral so i get that side of it but i've kind of just detached myself now like i saw that news and i was like you ordinarily like maybe five years ago i'll be like oh god this is massive like what what happens if this happens and just thinking about all the connotations and like what can happen like oh if this happens then that might happen and whatever and i've just kind of been like well let's fuck it let's just see what happens you know what i mean like if we don't yeah i don't know what what are your thoughts on it at the moment I'm I'm like you. Like obviously it's big news, but uh I also think that, you know, sometimes I just can't be bothered because I, I won't personally be able to affect anything. <laughs> you know, well, that's, I, that's it. That's where I'm that's where I am, because I'm like I wanna I just feel like we've got this the structure in place like Spirit of Shankly. Um there's we've got fan channels who if if something 
if it comes to something really naughty, then I feel like the people will speak out on it with a bigger platform than we've got. And thanks to everyone for listening to us, we've got a nice little platform. Uh, but it doesn't match like Anfield Rap and Red Men and whatever else. And and obviously Spirit Shankly speak for the fans. Like we've got representation on the board and the stuff like that. So there's there's people in place there where they can have the say of the people, if you like. So um, you've just got to place trust in them at the end of the day, haven't you? And, and kind of hope that this works out in the best way it can. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously for me personally, living in Sweden, uh, you know, if I were actually living in Liverpool or being from Liverpool or just being able to be there, I I could obviously raise my voice to protest if I li- if you like, because I could do it outside the stadium. If it was something that, you know, being posted, you know, if it was something to protest against, uh, just for example, if, you know, people, you know, local people in general didn't want owners from you know, like Saudi Qatari, like we were talk, talking about now, uh, obviously, and that was that was going on, and that was going getting closer to be a done deal. People could actually go out on the streets and actually protest, you know, around Anfield and say we want we don't want this, yeah. and that would be you know fair. Uh, I obviously can't do it in the same way. I would probably do my little you, little you part. Come and, you come over and stay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do that and just stay for a real long time, stay away stay from my from family and all that for, for yeah. like two months. Like I need to be here because I I need to protest. Well, which would obviously be yeah, yeah, but that, and also like morally, it would be the right thing to do. Obviously, uh, but you know, it comes down to it comes down to what's going to happen, and you know, when we know more information as well. Like you know, if I were in a place where I could, you know, locally actually get time for the protest i would in that if that was the case if there was owners that might come in that i don't agree with and the thing is i i would just like to think that fsg after all these years with the club understands the culture of the club understands the people of the city and the fans and all that you know that so i i wouldn't think that would just sell to anyone that doesn't rhyme with you know what liverpool is all about and what people but you know people's beliefs and I, I know there will be different opinions i know there will be people who would just say yeah just take the money to be able to compete against city but for me personally i don't want to win uh you know to all costs that doesn't rhyme with my beliefs and how i think it should be so with them kind of news coming out, you know, I was on Twitter as well, you know, so in my opinion, I don't want it. And it doesn't matter uh, where you're from, who you are, what race, what color. I just, I, I can't just stand behind some, like, even if it's a private, you know, what do you call it? Like consortium or whatever, investor. like investor. If they're from a country or a state or regime or whatever it is where they have, you know, they don't consider human rights and the laws are not, you know, when it comes to many different things. And I, I can't, you know, stand behind that then because that's not my beliefs. And there's many things I told you before we started, Mick, as well. There's many things with America and laws that they have. And especially when it comes to, like, I told you about, about abortion and, and women's right to their own bodies and stuff. I don't agree with that at all. I think it's it's way in a way going backwards like in instead of being you know more open-minded and all that so there's loads of things like that or what america does in the world that i don't agree with but there are always going to be impossible to find perfect but you can try to find as perfect as possible exactly. and in and in my world 
FSG is much, 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 much better than private investors from, let's say, than, you know, like a Saudi Qatari consortium that want to buy it because they're from a place where I don't agree with their human values yeah. and with the laws. That's just the way it is. And it doesn't matter who you are. If, if they were from, if, if it was, you know, investors from Sweden and we had these kind of laws, you know, I, I'm just thinking, you know, in that kind of perspective with, how I want people and humans to be towards each other and, you know, with that kind of values and my beliefs, you know, people might think different or have their own opinions and they are entitled to. That's fine, but that's just me. Exactly, and and it's like there's people um, like, I mean, I keep, we keep saying Twitter, I keep saying Twitter, it's not a good barometer to, like, <laughs> judge anything because usually it's just some some kids with, like, I don't know, Firmino was his profile picture, just, like, saying loads of shit so um you can't actually get a f- proper i mean i reckon 10 years ago you could have got an actual accurate picture but i don't think it's it's a bit more um i think like we said like youtube being quite saturated i feel like social media in, ge- in general is quite saturated with loads of these like just people just spouting off stuff um that just to cause fractions which i don't really i don't really agree with which is i mean but that's the thing people are entitled to the opinions like we we can come on here and say what we want to say what we believe and whatever and that's fine but i feel like when you try and you try and have a adult conversation with someone who is the exact opposite they just kind of yeah just put the shutters down and go well fuck off like i'm not listening to what you've got to say but like rather than just having a rational discussion which twitter isn't the right platform for a rational discussion like it's just it's just not uh... yeah but i think also like in general loads of you know, loads of Liverpool supporters might just be, you know, it might be quite a big of a, you know, um, like we, we loads will be hypocrites. Oh, what do you call it? Hypocrite. What do you call it? Like, is that the word? Hypocrites, yeah, like hypocrites. Yeah, yeah, because you know, loads of us has been shouting about, you know, um, Man City and their money and where it's from and their oh, owners, yeah. and you know, it's also about, you know, we talked about PSG and now obviously Newcastle with their owners from you know, Saudi Arabia and all that. So loads Chelsea, of us have said, Chelsea. you know, yeah, exactly. We've been sitting, you know, oh, we don't like that because they just buy their success and, you know, they have dirty money, their owners are this and that. They have dodgy sponsorships. They are not, you know, all all this kind of stuff. And then suddenly loads of support just like, yeah, let's bring the money in because we want to be able to compete. Yeah, but, you know, you, you know what happened? Like we've been sitting here saying we don't want to be in a city or we don't want that kind of onus. And then suddenly, as soon as it just arises, a little bit of rumors that they might come in. Yeah, let's have the money. Like, no, I, 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 I still don't want the money in that, if that's the case. I don't want to be in my city in Newcastle. I want Liverpool to be a club where I just feel like it feels right for me in many, many ways. So please don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it, like you said, it's, it's, it's opinions. Like we both want the same thing. We want someone as clean as possible with um, money to spend because we've actually been, like, Klopp's been working miracles, to be honest. Like, the fact that he's... The fact that we won one Premier League, um, a shame the way it was in the in the COVID season, whatever, but we've we managed to win one in the, the way that we do things. Like, if City buy someone, buy, buy full-backs, they can just buy a left-back for 60 million. If he plays... 10 games and they go actually you don't fit they'll just keep them on the bench and buy another 60 million fullback like it's not they're living in like a different world financially to us and like Klopp can get you so far getting you these gems like the, the, the you could list all the players that we've signed pretty much over the years like Andy Robertson for 8 million and we were all like why are we buying who's this kid from Hull we're signing like there's other there's better players out there what's going on and then turns into 
the best left back in the, in the <laughs> exactly. world. In the world, so <laughs> it's just one of them, and it like um, you've just got to have trust in it. But I feel like at some point you need to go. Actually, the players that are available, we're probably not going to be able to get the same type of gem. We need the Bellingham to kind of we need try like and Klopp said it before, like he said it a couple of months ago. Like we, sometimes you need tried and tested. You can't go for like the the little gem and hope it works out because like it is there is a bit of hope on every one that you sign. Even a Bellingham, like you don't know. If, I mean, ninety nine percent it'll work out, but there's always going to be a percentage um, that it wouldn't work out if there's bad injuries or I don't know something that does just doesn't go quite right. But I think the more money you spend and whatever, that probability um, of it working out goes up. You'd like to think. I mean, that's not been the case with some of City signs that we've mentioned, but you'd like to think with money plus Klopp's and the backroom staff's attention to detail with signings. Um, Ticking all the right boxes, um, that it would be as um, as easy as it can be, really. Uh, but yeah, that was that's enough on that's enough on that stuff. Yeah, but we'll see. Like we'll always, see you know what I mean. Like, okay, like what can we do? We're just sat here having a chat and whatever. So I mean, we can just only all we can do is react to what happens, and that's that's what we know so far. Uh, but yeah, we're saying about friendlies before Leon and AC Milan, but. It's 17 days today until the Reds are back in Carabao Cup action against Man City. Fourth round, um, probably a good time to play them, I reckon. I always, I mean, I felt the same when we drew Real Madrid. I was like, I'd rather play them now than in the final. Is that kind of what you're feeling as well? Yeah, like with Real Madrid, obviously it will be over two games and I think that will be better for us, better suited for us as well instead of just a final because of their recent history and, you know, because I think they are a team that they just have the DNA in Champions League like we like we do also. So I think that makes it a little bit more difficult as well. It's just something that is a little bit mentally and all that. But uh, with Man City, I think, you know... You, you know, you can have a, a more of a lucky draw, obviously, and have, you know, another team or yeah. play, uh, you know, a, a, a lesser, better team or, if, or whatever you call it. So, but, you know, you, you still you still need to, you know, it would probably come down to maybe a final again against them anyway. So why why not just, you know, play them now? And I I, I want Liverpool to win everything, obviously. And it, then it comes back to, you know, when people say, oh, but then we need the money to buy, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just thinking, you know, if we can... Uh, uh, still just compete and go into it and actually try to win every trophy we're in for, I'm happy. But if we would, you know, go out in uh, of the Carabao Cup, I'll, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be, uh, you know, lying awake for that. I'm, I'm still going to have a nice little sleep. Uh, so, you know, I, it's, it's like a bonus. Like last year, obviously, we won the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup, and I was I was really pleased because that we haven't won them under Klopp and all the things. But, you know, I, I'd rather see us, you know, trying to progress far in the Champions League, hopefully, and also try yeah. to f- hit the form in the Premier League to, to make sure we get the, f- you know, the top four as so we actually get Champions League because that will be crucial for our recruitment in the summer. So, you know, play Man City, try to obviously, you know, win and uh, and uh, proceed. But uh, it's fine if, if we if we don't, in my opinion, because there's, there's more important things that we need to focus on. Exactly. I think last year was a case of, Klopp was like, fuck it, we've got a good enough squad, we're in a good vein of form, we can go for everything. And obviously we ended up with the two lesser trophies with the Carabao and the uh, FA Cup, but still, like, they felt like it was amazing to win them, like, just to kind of... Anytime you win a trophy, it doesn't matter what it is, like, it's always nice to get more trophies in the cabinet, so I think it was our ninth Carabao. Um, 
and I forget how many FA Cups it is now to loads though. Uh, so it was nice to win them. And but I feel like this season, like being sixth in the league, we're currently what seven points off the top, but we've got a game in hand. Um, obviously we beat we beat Southampton, we beat Spurs just before the break, so that kind of pushed us really in a much better place. Like the table looks a lot better than it did before those games. I was kind of worrying a lot, but if we beat, obviously we've got Bill, we've got Villa on uh, Boxing Day, so if we beat if we beat Villa and and Spurs manage to slip up, then that 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 gap's only four points, and we still have a game in hand as well. So I mean, there's we're only we're only a third the way through the season, is what I'm trying to say. So there's still plenty of time. People coming back from World Cups and whatever else, so we don't know what state the squad's going to be in. But like I said, I think Champions League and Premier League are the key, are very very key. I just looking at the, t- the table, like it's just mad, like just seeing Arsenal five points clear. Like I just, I just, and, and Newcastle in third. It looks like a one of the like when you play footy manager and you, you sim like twenty five years in the future, and like there's loads of changes. It looks, it looks like that. <laughs> That's what it looks like at the minute. Yeah, um, we see with Arsenal, you know, Gabriel Jesus, you know, he's injured now, and they three said months, he said, he? yeah, three months. So, so he was like the miss, missing piece for them. Go, you know, in the offensive um, uh, as an attacker, and you know, he just clicked with them and scored some goals, and he's he's creating space for loads of other players as well with the way he runs, you know, in behind and the way he plays. So, you know, it might be that when he's out, it might be a problem for Arsenal. It, it might not be, but you know, it's a it's a big blow for them. So we'll see. You know, uh, obviously, if we can't. Um, uh, make sure to actually get in close to Man City Arsenal this season because they're already uh, so uh, far ahead of us in terms of points. It's not impossible, but it might be really, really tough. I'd rather see, actually, in my opinion, Arsenal win because I'm, I'm, I'm more of the opinion that they have, you know, made the the right transfers the right way. This they were sticking with that here, even though he wasn't doing well like last year and all that. So rather see Arsenal win than Man City, to be honest, because I, I don't know. I don't have their kind of rivalry feelings with Arsenal and I don't really with Man City as well even if you know it, it, it's big games but I just rather see teams do the right thing as we did and it actually shows that you can still beat the terms of Man City you know and the teams like them uh, in that way so that's just me yeah well there's plenty of footy I still think I still think City will probably win it like you said with Jesus being injured three months that puts him out till what March so misses quite a fair chunk of games, and he hasn't scored a lot of goals for Arsenal recently. But like you said, in terms of being in the in the team, his function closing down. Like I used to, I used to hate playing against him when he was at City, and he played on the right, and he just kind of never stopped running. I'd be like, oh fucking hell, proper annoying, <laughs> proper annoying, but a good, very good player. That's that's the point. Um, but yeah, I think um, we've covered quite a lot there, considering Liverpool haven't played the game, and we still won't for another. <laughs> Six days until we play some friendly matches, but uh, I just thought we'd get one of these shows off off the bat, like a news roundup show, I suppose it's called. Um, but yeah, like I said on the top of the show, if you if you're looking for a, a Christmas present, then yeah, do get over to Jack Design. Um, it's jackdesign.uk forward slash shop, and when you get to the checkout, enter code COPI10, you get ten percent off. Helps Jack out, helps us out, and we can do. Uh, more shows like this where we're just rambling about maybe signing Bellingham, maybe signing Kudus, having loads of new, <laughs> having loads of money, uh, whatever else. So it's, um, I mean, it's at least interesting and something we can discuss before the Reds get back. But 17 days feels like ages still. Like it's still, that's going to take 
ages that, but <laughs> we can't do anything unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, if you if you're listening on uh, Spotify or Apple, Google, Deezer, whatever you're listening, I'm really appreciate you listening. Um, yeah, it's been it's been nice that I mean the the moving over from video to audio has felt a bit weird to me because I'm so used to just being on camera, but now it's just like I don't have to worry about that. I'm just chatting forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, for me, it's less. I can less... see him now, folks, and it looks like he just went, you know, came out of bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dressing gown on, feet up, fluffy slippers, the lot. Uh, but now it's, it's it's I mean I I just love audio audio pods and I always have and I just feel like it's we can do more uh, more of these um, like this and it's not as much um, pressure. It's a bit more relaxed because you're, you're, more not, relaxed you're, not, you're not on the screen, so you can just you know be whatever. Like you said, you sit in you know in a comfortable way, or you don't have to dress up or you know think about a camera and all that. So exactly, it's quite, it's quite nice. You don't have to put the makeup on, or you don't have to have, <laughs> don't have, to have the beer ready. Uh, well, I can have that ready anyway, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, we do appreciate you uh, listening. Um, and if, you, if you're listening on uh, audio platforms, then yeah, do leave us a, a rating. Uh, or if you're feeling extra generous because it's nearly crimbo, then leave us a, a review. Uh, we've got quite a few nice reviews on there already, but if you want to add to that, that we'd really appreciate it. And yeah, I think you can you can follow us on like Spotify and Apple as well. Stuff so just so when whenever we release a video, you get like a notification to say it's Bing new episode. Give it a listen uh, and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, we'll leave it there. Nice one for listening, everyone. Nice one to Christian for jumping on again to talk all things Liverpool. And yet we'll. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, I was going to say see us, but we probably you'll probably hear our voices again probably next week sometime. Maybe when Liverpool are about to play a game or just after, uh, or maybe another transfer rumor like show or something like that. Just to kind of yeah, just chat you about Liverpool. <laughs> it's always nice. It's always nice anyway. But um, yeah, we'll see us all next time. Nice one, everyone. Podcast Network.